Welcome to another episode of the Sideline Sodas podcast. Today, we got another great show laid out for you. Today, we're doing a little March Madness talk, talking a little NFL action, a little OBJ sweepstakes. We got a nice snake draft for you with the best movie characters you would want to drink with. We're going to wrap up the show with this week in sports and other news. Got a little World Baseball Classic, Scotty Scheffler's menu items, and among other things. Now, let's get to it. Tell that story you're telling me. And now for our basketball feature presentation. It is March 22nd. You are listening to the Sideline Sodas podcast. I got my other co-host with me. We got Luke and Henry. How, how are you boys doing? Boys. It's a slow week in sports, but I'm good. Henry, how's the weather? Weather is, it's pretty, it was a warm day here in Wichita. It's um, great having an in-house weather, man. It is. It, oh, was yeah. warm. No, it's... it was warm here today, too. I don't, yeah. I think the way it's supposed to be like 80 degrees tomorrow and I just, I don't really get it. I, hopefully this is yeah. the start. I'm sick of it being cold. Kyle, the weather, never mind. We know. Florida uh, weather is always great. Sat yeah. by the pool today, yeah. you know, got a little, yeah. got a little tan going, drank a couple beers. Great day. Yeah. I'm jealous of that in every aspect. March Madness. What are we doing? Yeah, let's get Henry, take it away. What are we let's doing? Let's get March right Madness? into it. Just give it to me, Henry. Big story. Obviously. Lots happened since we last sat down and talked about it. We had the final, we had the Friday of the round of 64, and then the whole round of 32. A lot of big storylines out of that. We'll get into those for you to lead it off. And then we got a really interesting Sweet 16 to look forward to. I said going into the tournament, didn't think there was a clear front runner. Through the first two rounds, I think that still holds up. I don't think there's one team in the Sweet 16 that you can point to and say, you know, this is the clear favorite right now. So it's going to be another exciting weekend of basketball coming up. And then moving away from the tournament, we got some pretty interesting news in the world of coaching hires to get over. So, so I just want to start this off with, with just as to anyone. And I don't, I don't think many people took my picks on day one. They were so fucking bad that I didn't put picks out on day two. So sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry about yeah. that. I wish I yeah, would I, I'll pick up and I'll just say, first off, let's just eat some crow real quick. Yeah, there's a yes. lot to eat. Speaking <sighs> of bad picks, Purdue. Yeah, FDU. Purdue. Fairleigh Dickinson, congratulations. We all look fucking idiots, thanks I to just, you. I That was who I predicted to win the fucking tournament. So, Fade Luke, as always, Fade Luke. I'm going to get a t-shirt with that on it. I think that might be the first piece of merch we have to make. Really, Shout really out, Fairleigh Dickinson, congratulations. Purdue, yeah. fuck you. Other than that, how's, how's everyone's brackets looking before we get into everything? It's over. I don't even. I don't even want to look. A couple of my brackets still got their champions remaining, but the saddest part is that my most accurate bracket is the one that I did as a fucking joke with TCU winning the whole thing. So oh, wow. that's that's a fucking joke, and that's kind of how everything's going for me right now. 
I still have the champion in mine. Other than that, there's not much left. Yeah, yeah, everyone, it's verbal meme, everyone's bracket, and it's just the dumpster fire. It we're is. we're all down bad over here. I also want to hit a point here that March Madness is the biggest tease of all time because you get two days of all this basketball. Well, what was it? Three days? We got what? Four. Thir- Thursday, yeah, we got four Thursday, days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Came into the office on Monday, and there's nothing to watch. And I, I really hate that. I don't remember a year that I was so invested in terms of, I feel like I watched most of the games for, you know, you watch them all, but this year, especially with, because of the podcast and everything else, I was like, well, I better be informed. And then, and then I watched Tennessee, just redheaded stepchild Duke. I mean, just, you know, and the yeah. funniest thing is the head coach came out and said, our game plans to be physical. And within the first two minutes, they'd split the Duke center open. They had shoved yeah. him under the basket. Yeah. And I was Tennessee is going to win this game by 12. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into all that. I think we got to get the big story up front. How exactly did Purdue lose that game? Because they're terrible. They're far- frauds. They're well, frauds. Credit to, far- credit to Farley Dickinson. They played a great game. They mucked it up. They won. They did a great job. But this, I mean, going to FDU technically didn't even qualify for the tournament. No, because what was it? Mer- Merrimack, Merrimack. Can't even, because they yeah. transferred from D, what? I think they were D2 and then they became they were D1. D, yeah. Look, my, whole issue so, with, my whole issue with that game is that Purdue lost that game more than Fairleigh Dickinson won it. That's just the truth. Purdue is something, oh my God. But Purdue is something ungodly from three point. There was no help, help other than throwing it in the middle. And it's just fucking, it was just bullshit. And they just did not, they, and honestly, Fairline Dickinson, Fair, Fairline Dickinson, Fair Dickinson. Fairly, Fairly however, Dickinson. However the hell you say it, they came out and just, just killed them. Mm. Yeah. Shout, yeah, shout out the Northeast Conference. Maybe they got some absolute wagons out there. Well, and it just doesn't, the thing is, first of all, this is only the second time a 16 seed has been a one seed. Early Dickinson was one of the shortest teams in D1. The shortest. The shortest. Yes, the shortest. Their average height Small is ball on the death. 6-1. Purdue has Zach Eady, who's 7-4. And in addition to being 7-4, has also become a very skilled player. And he's a big 7-4. I don't understand how he didn't have 40-something points in this game. I And obviously, Purdue's guard play really let him down. By the end of the game, everyone except for Fletcher Lawyer looked scared to shoot the ball. It's yeah. it's baffling. It's the latest in a series of yeah, baffling I mean, postseason losses for Matt Painter teams. This 13, team lost to St. Petersburg last year. 13, then then a 15, then a 16 the last three years for Purdue. And Zach Eady yeah. is a dog. Zach Eady is a yeah. – I think he's a top five pick. Oh, I don't know what well, year he is. He's, he's not. He's not. That's part of the reason he stayed so long. He does not have the perimeter game that the NBA looks for in their centers. I guess that's now. a really, really good point. He can't really shoot the ball, but he's a good free throw shooter. And I got that's I give a lot of respect yeah, to that. That's the thing. You can't even go hack a shack on him. I mean, teams with seven foot tall centers struggled to contain Zach Eady all year. So I don't understand. It just doesn't make sense. It's a baffling loss. I saw one thing you mentioned Matt Painter's previous losses. He Matt Painter's on pace to become the first coach to lose 
to every seed one through 16 at least once. The only holy crap. To come, if he gets 14, he just needs like Jesus. a two and an eight. He has he's three losses away. They and should... at this at this rate, we could get the 15 next year. But listen, if, if or the 14, does, if he does that, they should give them national championship ring. I think you should get something. I mean, that, you should get, you should get, crazy. they should be able to hang some sort of banner because that's, it's, that's an all time achievement. I mean, hell, UCF hung one and they didn't do shit. So, I no, mean, no, no, you, no, 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 national champion. Dude. That's, that's something for another day. But yeah. I don't know. I think maybe Fairland Dickinson, Fairline, it's fairly. I can't. It's such a tough name. Did you see? It's just so long. Jesus. Did you see the pictures of their gym circulating? It looks like yeah. they're in a barn. It's that's the shit in 2K when you start in high school. That's what uh, it looks like. That's ex- that's a great. That's a great. That's a great one. Uh, yeah, crazy. Where do you want to go, Henry? Where do you want to jump to? I think going to another really interesting game. It was uh, this one from the second round. Duke, Tennessee, managing to beat Duke. It was a very physical game. A lot has been said about that. There's been some controversy over it, mostly generated by. Duke alums in the media. Just one quote I saw that really jumped out at me. And look, obviously, it was a physical game. Philipowski Very physical. Got his, Filipowski got his cheek split open. That wasn't even a foul, really, though. That's just a guy going up for a rebound. That was a total basketball play. That's man's basketball. Tennessee was physical all game, and they took it to him. Duke also. Duke flops. We all know this. Everyone knows this, except for Duke fans who pretend not to know this. And Jay Bylas, a Duke alum, big college basketball media personality, had the following to say after it. This is a quote from him. The Tennessee-Duke game, that was not a basketball game. It was a hockey game. It was officiated a hockey game. Oh, boo Jay, Jay, Jay by, by the way, this is a guy who... And Kyle knows this because our eighth grade CYO basketball coach made us read his book. Jay Bylas has a book. Do you know what the title of that book is? Toughness. I'm a toughness. The title of the book is Toughness. Try to square that. Congratulations to Tennessee. Duke, you're a bunch of whiners. Go home. Well, we I can't. I couldn't agree more. Fuck, fuck Duke. I also, uh, the tournament's better with Duke not in it. I should be honest. I hate Duke Blue. Oh, yeah. I just, it's just yeah. better with Duke not in it. And I, yeah. used to, I remember I used, I used, you know, I used to go to all those camps in the summers and I was always, I don't know why I'm here. I don't, maybe care. I might, I might take, I agree. I hate Duke, but my perspective maybe is I probably care less now because I single handedly just watch the tournament just to make sure Duke doesn't win. That's a good point. I have three or four teams every year I watch. Obviously, Duke, if Florida State's in the tournament, I want to make sure they don't win. And, Every now and then there's a couple teams I'm like, yeah, I don't want these guys. But Duke and Fair- Florida State are definitely ones. And now from now on, fairly Dickinson. And moving on, moving on to another loss I was very excited about. Kansas lost in the second round to Arkansas. The must bus is on a roll here. We I love the must bus. I love the end of that game. Eric Musselman, he's got his shirt off. He's yeah, standing that was on the table. He's pumping up the crowd. What a scene. That was um, absolutely electric. Also, I think Luke sums that up best. Electric that, is the only word to describe that how coach that is whole situation yoked. went. Shout out that and, coach. That coach is yoked. And also shout out Luke. Luke here undersold himself. You know, he 
he called Arkansas. He didn't say they were that good, though. He was keeping it from us. I did call Arkansas, but yeah, some but studs out there. They just they just play hard. They you know, do. What can I they say? play hard. What and can I say? Watching that, watching that Kansas game, they don't Arkansas. They don't shoot the ball particularly well from the outside. They got good athletes and they play hard, but there wasn't. You know, it was it was an upset, but they didn't do any of the things you typically see a team do in the upset. There wasn't, you know, a ton of made shots. They just played really hard, solid basketball. They're not great they, at anything. They're good at no, everything. They're there you right. Go. And there are some things I would say they aren't even that good at. But they were Arkansas better than Arkansas fans Kansas. might disagree with that, but they're we'll take that up with Razorback Nation. They're not a good perimeter shooting team. But, you know, they they took care of business against Kansas, and it's it's got to be a disappointing loss for Kansas. And really kind of – I would say a bit of a disappointing tournament for the Big 12 overall. Obviously, Kansas, your reigning national championship, your conference tournament winner. They don't make it out of the first weekend. Um, And then you look at these other games. I mean, the Big 12 all year, it's been talked about. It's the best conference in college basketball. It's kind of gotten the treatment the Big 10 got over the last two years where, oh, they just beat up on each other. Top to bottom, it's so good. No off nights. And that's kind of true, but they've had a very similar outcome to the Big Ten those years. They haven't really had much tournament success. You look at it, West Virginia lost to Maryland in the first round. Go Terps. And also in the first round, Iowa State lost to Pitt, a team that Pitt, Pitt's not good. Pitt wasn't good. Pitt, that's great analysis. Just I think it was – I mean, obviously they, pro- they proved that they belonged by winning in the first round, but on Selection Sunday – I, I didn't understand how they got into the tournament over some of the teams that were left out. I couldn't agree uh, more. It, I could not agree more. The other thing too is I thought just in general, the bubble teams this year, after watching up to this point, I thought there are so many teams that deserve to be in and would have given some better games. Yeah. But Iowa state lose the pit in round one. And then in round two, you had obviously the Kansas, Kansas getting upset by Arkansas TCU Kyle's pick the hypno toad couldn't get it done against no toad was no match for the stash as Drew Timmy and Gonzaga got it that, done. That was crushing to watch live. Yeah, I was crushed. Did anyone else watch that live? That yeah. shit was crushing. Yes. Was, it, was everyone else on the podcast super in on the hypno toad also? I just wanted I wanted you to have to buy that shirt. So I was like, I Yeah, lie. that's the best shirt that'll never be made. And yeah. it's a little disappointing. Yeah. And then, I was a little disappointed then, watching that game. Just holy shit, get off Drew Timmy's. Or, yeah, Timmy's dick. Jesus Christ! It was in South Park. They every time, every, every time he dick, touched the Timmy. ball, it was Timmy. Shut the fuck up! I don't care. They love I Timmy. I'm, I'm a Jimmy fan. I'll get into that a little more later. Just wrapping up the Big Twelve. Creighton just took it to Baylor in the second round. So Baylor lost two. They're out as well. Wasn't really a close game down the stretch at all. And then your second round teams, Kansas State. In fairness, Kansas. Kansas State, Big 12. Kansas State has looked awesome. That's a great story. That's a great story. Tang, the first-year head coach, you got. So, you know, look for them. I'm excited to see them in the Sweet 16. They took care of business against Kentucky. We'll talk about Kentucky in a second. And then Texas also is still left in the tournament, but they're technically an SEC team. Yeah. So no, keep, keep that shit out of the SEC as long as you can. Don't I don't want to be hearing about that shit. Get that out of my conference. Yeah. yeah um, so the Big Twelve maybe a little fraudulent. 
Yeah, Seems I'd like agree. I think I think Seems like they're incredibly know, fraudulent. I think you've laid out a pretty good case from your, from your rant. <laughs> yeah, the two of us were obvious. I mean, I'm an SEC guy. I think Luke also. I can ACC. Before- oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little bit. Sw- switched switched out on me. He used to be a Gator guy, but Gators. But I gotta. We all have to divide and conquer these conferences. Yeah, SEC, ACC. You're not gonna hear much complaint out of us. Fuck from those the Big guys. Ten. Yes, Henry. What else you got here? Well, you got any hot I mean, take for just, us? I just mentioned it. I think we got to talk about Kentucky. Yeah, they got to get um, Calipari's got to go, and he's got to be Texas's next head coach. Uh oh. I, I don't know. Cal, Calipari signed Uh-oh. a lifetime contract. Yeah, I know. My also understanding though, of my understanding of that is if Kentucky decides to fire him, it's a lifetime contract. They can't fire him. They have to take him behind Rupp Arena and shoot him. <laughs> no, I, I, I. I get Jesus. it. But at what point do the do, do Kentucky fans raise up and go, This is bullshit. This is not the standard for us. We haven't won anything in a really long time. We want to change. Also, okay, what I'm gonna segue this into the coach talk. Are we good on the March Madness? Do we need to talk about anything else? Because no, we're good. To, I'd love to spend we'll, a minute. Yeah, we'll we'll get into the coaching and then we'll come back for the sweet sixteen preview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought, okay, so I thought Patino leaving Iona and then the the Fairlane Dickinson kid, kid head coach, who seems a, seems a good guy. He doesn't, I don't know, that guy does not do it for me. His speeches I thought were awful, but he got his, he rallied his guys, so whatever. But well, yeah, Tobin Anders. A six-year deal at St. John's seems ridiculous to me. And now I'm hearing everywhere that that's Patino's last stop. I call bullshit. I think Patino, and also Texas, I understand they're still in the tournament, but he would have been a great fit at Texas. Anywhere Patino goes, they're going to be winners. And, you know, the expert, and also the Georgetown job, they didn't even, apparently they didn't even make a phone call to him, which is unbelievable. Like Patino should be the guy, because he can get all the recruits for you. We know that. (laughs) And he's, he's a hell of a coach. And I just, I just have a lot of issue with the way that was handled, but also I really think that if there is some sort of transition to Kentucky, they go try to get Patino. Well, I have um, have one thing to say about Kentucky and Patino. So I did a little deep dive after episode episode 1.5 when I mentioned that Patino and Papa John are both crazy. They are. They are both crazy. They are both crazy. But did you have any idea that Papa John and Rick Patino actually have beef? All dating back to their Louisville days. Shut up. They do. Look it up. Are you serious? Yep. And remember, That's Papa John like made Papa John more. made the controversial switch. Papa John switched from Louisville. He was a Louisville guy to His Kentucky. Name was on the stadium. Yeah. So when he switched from Louisville to Kentucky in that controversial swap, what do you think that does if Rick Pitino goes to Kentucky? Does Papa John hop back to Louisville, or do they squash their beef right there? Well, that's those are the stats yeah. we care about. There's a there's a lot to unpack there. Just a couple <laughs> points to what just a couple points to what Luke said. FDU head coach Tobin Anderson hired by Iona. Tobin, uh, yeah, Tobin Anderson. I it was an interesting interesting choice. But he he had interviewed for the Iona job previously before he even got to Farley Dickinson. He was a guy who was already on their radar, uh, and dating they, back wait, a couple and years. They, and they ended prior up with, to, and, and they, they ended up with Patino. Patino. Yes, but they they were interviewing him for that job, so he's someone they're 
their AD has been familiar with, someone their AD has been interested in for a long time, and you get all the momentum coming off a tournament win. I think it's a, it makes a lot of sense in that regard. And then Rick Pitino, I, I do think St. John's will be his last stop. Back in the big you East. mentioned he, you know, Big East, it's a big deal. New York. And look, he said he wanted, I know you mentioned Texas, Kentucky. Patino was very clear. He wanted a private school when he made the move. He yeah. did not want to go back to a big public school. Because he um, wants to manipulate funding. You, yeah, yeah who you does said it? it, not me. No, no, no. I don't mean it, in a, fraud, I don't mean it in a fraudulent no. way. I just mean Patino wants what Patino wants. Right. I, saw, I saw a great quote about the Big Look, East the NCAA today. hasn't been take. able to prove anything. Did you guys see this great quote on part of my take true, today? Henry. From, oh, fuck, what's his name? John Fanta, do you see that? He said that the Big East yeah. was made on prayers, meatball, oh, and basketball. I did see that? Meatballs yes. is a is a good one. I think that was pretty spot. Meatballs. I, I didn't um, even think about it until today that the Big East is made up of mostly schools. I didn't think about that. It's a really right. good yeah, point. Yeah, it is almost. With yeah, I didn't. I didn't. That's UConn, crazy. It's. I think almost. A, yeah, UConn might be the only one. I just thought that was interesting because that's something you know you see in high school and shit. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. It is yeah, interesting. But... You know what else is interesting? How every oh no, that girl just tore her ACL live. Oh my god. Sorry. Back to basketball. This Syracuse girl literally just blew her knee out, and it was gnarly. Not, you're not watching lacrosse. No, I'm watching women's lacrosse. Lame. Syracuse Stony Brook and this poor girl just tore her ACL. It was really gross. Anyways, we got, we got a game over here at UNC High Point. I do probably <laughs> need to switch to that, but I feel bad now. We got our. Our two college lacrosse players are <laughs> eh, laser I focused. I didn't even make it all four years. And um, then I, I picked one up for you. I'm going year five. Yeah. So we combined, we have we have a full. We, we have enough to outfit one human. One human. Two we have full, enough years. Yeah. You have two full college lacrosse. And careers. and two different positions. So that's kind of dope. But Shout out when you used to guard me in practice. I don't. Yeah. Those were some. The boogeyman always strikes. The boogie fucking man. It was when you'd go back behind X and I'd always get caught up on the net that I was what am I doing here? Why am I doing this? Why am I guarding the one of the fastest kids out here? My job's to come off the crease and put you in the dirt. Why why am I why am I doing this? Anyway, oh, anyway. You've, done, you've done that enough, Tail. Anyways. <laughs> back back to college. Here. Back to college basketball. Our sweet sixteen preview. Well, Henry... we still we Oh, go we ahead, still got go ahead. we still got we still got a lot of coaching to get through. It's been oh, a busy week. I... Um with, that yeah. Georgetown job, obviously, Rick Patino ending up at St. John's over there. I think it's a great fit. Slick Rick is back. Cooley moves in conference. Long time, 12 years at Providence in the Big East. Takes the Georgetown job. Yeah. Any, I, any initial thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that the market from Providence to Georgetown is, and especially post, post head coach for Georgetown, former NBA great. Who's the coach that just got fired at Georgetown? Ewing, Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing, thank you. And I think it's, I, I would make the move, right? That's a bigger market. I've been to Georgetown facilities a couple of times. It's an awesome place. Georgetown's awesome. And so I get yeah. it. And, you know, if Georgetown's good, they're going to get more of the market share than Providence. That's just, that's just the truth, right? Well, and yeah, the reality is, going back to the original Big East days, uh, John Thompson to... Georgetown has been – it's a power. It's a traditional power, and they've been bad 
for several years now. It's really fallen off. Florida Gulf Coast dunked them into oblivion in that their last March Madness appearance, and they've never recovered from that. And but it is, it's got the storied history, and it's I mean, an amazing opportunity, especially for a big East guy who he is, to have the chance to try to resurrect that program. And also Look at where Georgetown is, right in Washington D.C. You the yeah. the WCAC, the Catholic High School League, which I watched a lot of WCAC basketball over the years growing up in that area. That's the best local high school basketball league in the country. Well, you've got is Paul the Paul the sixth in that? Paul the sixth, Dematha. Oh my St. God. John's, Gonzaga. It is a loaded. Yeah, and, and it, it does so much seem like comes Virginia basketball is very high school basketball is very much on the rise. I do feel like I hear a lot about. Yeah. I mean, Paul, yeah. Paul the Six specifically, but yeah, Gonzaga's always I, good at everything. And Dematha's produced a lot of great players have come through Dematha. As much as I, as much as I hate to say it, as a Gonzaga, a lot of great players have come through all those schools, and so you have that. Recruiting ground, and you compare that to Rhode Island, there's no comparison right. in terms of recruiting. And then – And the NIL deals all, are going to be greater in yeah. D.C. too. Right. And Georgetown I Georgetown is one of the few – because of its location, is one of the few schools in the country where with the right coach and the right setup, you could theoretically recruit a national championship caliber roster without ever having to get on a point to go on a recruiting trip. Very true. That's how good the local talent is. That's why this is such a good job, and that's why I think it made sense for Ed Cooley to make the jump because you have the combination of opportunity getting to resurrect kind of a sleeping giant and also the the resources you have there in terms of recruiting. And Georgetown, by doing this, firing Patrick Ewing, they've shown they're willing to invest in this program. They're showing they're committed to getting back to what they were. Yeah. No, I, I think I, I wouldn't, I mean, I'm never, I don't know. I just patina. I think patino. I, how quickly do we think that St. John's is a real contender? I bet you they make the tournament next year. I predict, you know, sometime in Patino's tenure, they'll make the final four. I don't know if they'll win anything or not, but I think they'll make a final four at some I, point. I just think he's going to do such a good do- job in this portal that he's just going to bring it, it. The portal makes it, to where he can build a championship team that right and he can bring yeah. i don't know how many of those iona guys are coming with him to the big east but well, i just patino, think it's quick patino like, is one of it's like done in colorado i bet you colorado's pretty yeah freaking good this year he's bringing luggage as and it's Dion louis baby it's louis anyways henry patino is one of only two coaches it's him and calipari to take three separate schools to a final four Providence, on, Kentucky, great, and Louisville. That's a great stat. I heard that's him on ESPN stat. this morning say that his main goal is to get Calipari out of that conversation. So he, he wants to get he wants to get that fourth, and he's going to try to do it St. John's, and I wouldn't count him out. I, no, I don't either. I think, and they're going to give him whatever he wants. They'll give him a facility. Mm-hmm. I think so. Indoor facility, all the. I don't know if his, if he's a Jersey guy, but he should be. Yeah. All right. You guys want to you guys want to get into our Sweet last... Sixteen predictions? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Henry. Start us off. We got, as I said earlier, kind of still a wide open field. A lot of exciting matchups. I think 
the match I'm most excited for is Gonzaga UCLA is we talked about Drew Timmy a little earlier and he's a guy who's had this long and very successful college basketball career, but the big one too long has eluded, has eluded him. Yeah. I, it's Look funny. At you say that. I was talking, one of my coworkers, the Gonzaga game was on the other day at work. And one of my coworkers goes, yeah, the thing I just don't get about Gonzaga is how do they always have a white guy with a really bad mustache on the always. team? Always. And I was like, that's just Drew Timmy. It's been the same guy the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I think we've just been so conditioned to the one and dones that it's kind of crazy when someone stays that long. And then Drew Timmy took staying too long and decided to stay too long for too long. So I think that's always well, fun. But he's had he's had a great career. I have Gonzaga. I had it at the start of the tournament. I had them as my national championship pick. And I'm not going to back away from that. I got them beating UCLA. UCLA, great team. I just think they're too injured. And I think Drew Timmy is going to finally get his. I hope not. God, no. Arkansas is going to win the national championship. I'm still all in on Tennessee. I think Tennessee's can run away with it. Yeah. Well, yeah, they got Apparently they're too physical that. for college basketball, so <laughs> I think that's I think that's it's a, a hockey sign. game. Shut up, Jay Billis. Shut up. I'll take I'll take being too physical a team. You can ramp back intensity, but you can't teach it. All right, pick a pick a yes. winner, Henry. Pick a winner. I got Gonzaga. Okay. All right. I got UT. As much as that pains me. I've got Princeton. Tennessee or Texas. I'm just kidding. I do not. I have. I have Arkansas. I do not have Princeton. Although I don't know. Kyle, Kyle, the boys can shoot the ball. Don't doubt those boys out of New UT. Jersey. Never UT. doubt those New Jersey boys. Isn't Kyle. Texas? You? No, no, no. They're UT. They're UT too. Kyle, uh, what's UT? He's got teams there. He's playing both sides, so he always comes. That out was ahead. smart, Kyle. Good pick. Both are brutal because they both have really ugly oranges, but I'm taking the one out of the SEC. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> that once again, that I guess it narrows it down for one more year. <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit about Not, Texas. Horns yeah. down. This is a horns down. This pod. is a horns, said it several yeah, times. Horns, this is yeah, a horns, horns down, down horns, podcast, and forever absolutely. will be. Horns Even down. though I am an Archie Manning guy. Archie Manning? No, Arch, that's not yeah. Arch. God, what? Never like mind. Like St. Louis. I'm not an Arch. I'm not an Arch Manning guy. Officially off the Manning family because off. of his name. Because of his name. Even though I bet he's gonna be a stallion. Yeah, he's gonna be a stallion. All right, so we got the OBJ sweepstakes going on. Yeah. You guys have any landing spots you think might be the best spot for OBJ? Uh, I I do think he'll be a Jet. I think that that makes he's either going to be a jet or a giant. I think he goes, he's going back to the New York market, but he's going to get some prove it deal. He's not getting a big deal. No, I, 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 I heard a really interesting thought today. So one year deal, right? You thinking a one year prove it deal? Yeah. You know who else is on a one year deal? Baker Mayfield. Well, close. I was going to say <laughs> Lamar Jackson. What about a, Baltimore always needs a receiver. One-year deal, Lamar, they won't, OBJ. They won't, they won't pay Lamar. That but would be two awesome. One year, love two one-year deals and just go all in for the season and see what happens? Lamar's going to hold out. There's no way Lamar plays. I'm just saying, if we're playing hypothetical. No, I like think? it. Interesting, right? It, also, it makes it interesting to think about that. What if OBJ went to San Francisco? That would be awesome. I've heard so many places yeah. with OBJ. It it. It's kind of whatever. I did love that. I loved how he was acting. He was a college recruit. 
Yeah, that, that was fun. That, that was a lot of fun. fun. He was, he yeah. was going on his recruiting visits. He was in New Orleans. Yeah, he was going to basketball games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're he was like, going to basketball games. He was yeah, probably, the, you know, hitting the, the clubs. It was fun. And then, and then, hey, hitting the clubs and then getting on a commercial airline not work did not work for him. But apparently um, not. Um, yeah, I don't know. That'll be interesting. Those early morning flights will get you. I saw a couple things today that I thought were interesting. I I saw the Bills as a possibility, and I didn't know how much that one really fits. I think maybe something we're not talking about this offseason is Stefan Diggs and maybe what's going on over there in Buffalo. You know, the longer that this goes on, the less I honestly care about OBJ. Agreed. All right. I'm all on the same page. Absolutely. Quick hitter. Cam Newton threw at Auburn's Pro Day, which I I think is one of the weirder stories that just kind of popped up on the TV in my office for first take. Was, well, that was a weird one today. Was, yeah, that was weird. But yeah. apparently what it was is that he, his brother is a receiver at Auburn. So he went to throw to his brother, but also to show scouts that he can still do it. So he spun the narrative when he realized no one was going to, you know, do anything. I, I, Cam Newton was one of the most fun players to watch on the planet when he was playing. You, you were watching Panthers games for that because the Superman, the hand in the ball to the kids in the side. I got nothing. I got a lot of love for Cam. I loved when he scored and he said, I'm back. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that was that was great stuff. I and, mean, then, Cam, and then it didn't go well. At all. I mean, Cam brought the, the dab man. into the mainstream. He brought Cam, dabbing in. Cam's he made dabbing man. great. He could hand the ball off. He could run. He could even, hell, he could even strip universities out of their laptops. He, did, <laughs> he could do it all. But you know what he's really good at? Um I heard he's 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 really good at transferring schools and then winning national champions championships. So. He's good at double dipping for national championships. Juco Juco Bandit. Anyways, and in 2008 Florida Gators. Th- but they never gave him his ring. There was a podcast. He never got his ring. Still a member of the team. Though. He was on the team. Now, by the way, where's our 30 for 30? Coming. It's coming. Swamps of Florida. It's coming this um, fall. Aaron Rodgers, I'm out on, and I hope the Jets are terrible for the next million years. I don't know, but this is so annoying. I'm I'm tired of hearing about A-Rod. I'm I'm tired of it, too. I'm sure the people of Green Bay, Wisconsin, are very tired of hearing about it. I still think he's more likable than Zach Wilson. Well, he's going to give him a better chance to win. All right, one last piece of NFL, just hypothetical. I saw this today, and someone thought it was a great stat, or not even a stat, just a hypothetical. Lamar to Carolina. They've got the pick. Yes, I no. I, I have. I don't no. even know that I have a feeling. To be honest, I think they're going to go get a they, young kid and try to build around a no. rookie deal. Yeah, yeah they want I to agree. trade it away. They want to trade away DJ Moore if they were trying to get Lamar, who's a win now quarterback. Absolutely, no question. I agree. I just thought it was a fun hypothetical. You know, you trade. Trade away and you give away the number one overall pick to the Ravens. Thought that and was they, more and fun they than would anything. get that pick this year too. That would be crazy. Yeah, that would be. I thought that would be a great one. But that does it for our NFL segment. All right, it's time for everyone's favorite segment of what is it? Sodas. It's our snake draft. Woo! We got a good one this week. But before I tell you what it is, I want to shout out our amazing sponsor, the Farm Brewery of Broad Run. We love them. Cold beer. Good food, live music, beautiful venue. Not sure there's anything more you could want on these upcoming spring and summer days. Make sure you come check us out. April 22nd, our sixth anniversary. We've got two bands, tiki dancers, fire breathers. We got the whole nine and themed food as well. So with that being said, boys, 
the category of the snake draft this week. Movie characters you want to drink with. Kyle life. Johnson. I'll just start out. Life beautiful. life sure is brutal. It isn't is it? so brutal. All right, guys. It really is. You know, I thought about this long and hard. Characters that you want to have a drink with, right? Is this just a squad? Is this just one or two guys? Maybe a bit contentious. I went with a duo to start out. I got to lock it in and go with, I want to have a beer with Goose and Maverick. Oh, good one. Good one. Those boys, when they're singing, oh, man. Can you, you that looks like duo to have a beer with. It looks fantastic. A great time with all the sailors. Would you want to have a beer in the cockpit with them? I might throw it up immediately after, but yeah, absolutely, but absolutely. That's part of the game. I think there could be nothing more electric than having a beer with Maverick when he's doing an inverted flipping the bird. <laughs> Henry, yeah, with these picks, I'm going. I'm trying to piece a whole squad together, I'm trying to get a you know fill all the needs on the roster. So starting off, you got to take care of the wild card first and foremost. Every good night out needs a wild card, and you got to go with one of the great wild cards harley quinn from the suicide squad fantastic it might be bad it might be good you know you're gonna have a great story it's fantastic that's a really good one and that movie was very very good uh yeah both of those movies were great she's the wild card luke what do you got my pick to start this off ricky fucking bobby Ah, I had that one. That would be a great one. I want all the beers with Ricky Bobby, and then I want him to sign a baby's forehead while we're out and maybe drink from a NASCAR cup because Ricky Bobby is in reverse, baby. He's in reverse. And then maybe go for a ride. That's a great time. And then maybe he sticks a knife in his leg, and that's just, hey, now it's time to go home. You know, that's that's how the night ends. That is a great time. All right, Henry. Take and bake, boys. Take and bake, boys. Hey, Henry, we're riding back to you. No, Luke. Second pick, right? Yeah, second pick, Snake Draft. Snake Draft. My second one would be Han Solo from Star Wars. I thought about having that one. I think Han Solo has seen some shit, and Han Solo would be dope because he's not quite a Jedi, but he's always fit in with the Jedi, so you don't have to worry about him being better than you. Dude, you shoot a – relax. You drive the Millennium Falcon. I get that. And your best friend's Chewbacca. But still, you're not better than me. So I think we can have a good beer at a cantina on some planet somewhere. And it probably does that come a as a does that come as a package deal of Chewbacca? Because I, yeah, I mean Chewbacca. I'm gonna you roll. know you know you know that man can absolutely annihilate some beers. Oh, I, I you know what? I'm gonna change it to the duo because you're right, Henry. I'd want to have a beer with Chewbacca too. I just figured he'd tag along anyways. Yeah, Chewbacca's just there. He's gonna he's, he's, he's gonna slug him back. I bet Chewbacca just is a heavyweight. I bet he's down in bottle. If I... Chewbacca was drinking booze, what do you think he's drinking? Oh my gosh, I think he might be a beer guy, but also I could see. Him I drinking, think he's a like, beer guy. Dark, dark liquor. I could see really. I I think Chewbacca's drinking deep eddies. I feel like he's just <laughs> slugging the, it. Le- the lemonade one. <laughs> Big high noon guy. Big high noon guy. <laughs> Chewbacca's just slugging guy. back yes. deep eddies. Slanging them. Strawberry. Oh my gosh, that would be unbelievable. That's a great pick. All right, well, you took Chewbacca from me going with my second pick. I'm going to go the Wolf of Wall Street route, but I don't want to have to listen to Jordan Belfort the whole time. So I'm going to go with Naomi from the Wolf of Wall Street. Look, great. She's going to bring Jordan's credit card. That's where the tab's going. (laughs) Amen, brother. And she owns uh, her own lingerie company, I believe. 
I believe that Maybe was. Maybe we'll put it on her credit card then. I don't know. I just I remember, she's Rihanna with Fenty. So yeah, it, it doesn't matter if money Fenty? talks. No, we're Fenty. all speaking the language. Fenty. Yeah, Kyle. I had to think long and hard. I feel every group's got to have just that trademark drunk. And I'm going to rock with Jack Sparrow. Ah, oh, great one. Such a good pick. Is Such Amber a good Hurt? pick. Is Amber I just... coming? Nah, well, she wants. She sorry, that's not, that's the real life guy. <laughs> yeah, and if I'm going to run it back, I think drunk Jack Sparrow, just all-time Hollywood drunk. Not the actor, the character. We've seen him in the movies. Always an adventure comes and Jack Sparrow's around. And then rattle off my next pick. I think we got to go with Bumblebee from Transformers. Wow, great one. I think he kind of serves a dual purpose. If he makes you laugh in the movies, he'll make you laugh in person. And let's just be honest here. There's your ride home. (laughs) Yeah, he's the DD. I think he works a little magic both ways. I think he can always provide a good time. And I think you also, time to get home. I don't know if Transformers can get drunk, but if they can, if not, we might have a problem. You're right home. You know, Kyle, that's an all time pick because you're just thinking ahead. That's what that is. It does come down to, I guess, the real question if you get pulled over when Bumblebee's your driver, can he get a DD if he's actually just technically walking? I think that's a really, I think, I think we'll have a police officer on and he can tell us. We'll have to know. I'm just kidding. All right, Henry, I'm going to throw it back to you. What do you got? Look, I hate waiting in line. And so I need I need someone in the squad who's willing to do what it takes to get to the top, get to the front, be number one. I don't care who you have to stab in the back to get there. So I'm going with Tanya Harding from I, Tanya. I think that's a really interesting pick because it's, it's also awesome. an interesting character, right? You want to get to know... What the hell were you thinking in that, right? That's, What's going on there? You got to have someone that's willing to back up the group when you get after it. And I think Tanya Harding is definitely one that she's got your back. You know, I whatever want, happens, she's got your back, maybe your knee. It doesn't I want to get in. I, I would I would want Tanya Harding in my foxhole. I'll tell you that much. My number one pick. And I, I don't think we're going out for beers. I think we're going out for scotch. Ron Burgundy. That's a great one. I had Ron, in I had the whole Anchorman crew. Ron, I mean, oh, no, nah, I just want to get a beer with Ron. I just want to get a beer with Juan, with, with Juan, with Ron Burgundy, because he'll play his jazz flute, which will be lovely. That Mexican from the state of Oaxaca. He is. He'll also tell me all about San Diego facts, which I'll appreciate. And then he'll tell me about how great he is. And he'll talk about his hair. So I think he's Ron kind of Burgundy, a big deal. He's kind of a big deal. So I think that would be awesome. And that that's my number one pick for sure. I That's a great one. I had it on my list. I'm mad you took it, but I'll go to my next option. Henry, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, it's a more recent movie. I haven't even seen it yet, but just reading some reviews on it, knowing what the character is all about. I'm going to go with Nelly LeBroy from Babylon. And look, I'm a horrible dancer. I would love to be at least a serviceable dancer and you know she she knows how to dance and i think that could be good to have i need i i just get out there and i just follow other people's lead there i try to copy what they're doing and that's what i'm gonna do with her hey, all right at the bar ain't nothing wrong with that she could show you how to bust a move exactly kyle luke did i skip one of your picks did you oh you did luke no. take 
That nope. was my third. That was my third pick. Oh, we do four. That's yeah. Right. Take, yeah. take your another pick. I messed it up. This is on me, guys. I'll shotgun one because of this. My number. Okay, well then my number because I messed that up too because I gave my number one. My what was would have been an honorable mention, but will be number two. Ron Burgundy, number one, the Joker, but the Joker from Batman Rises, Heath Ledger, uh, because he's a psychopath, but also he has his you know. There's that infamous picture of him doing a kickflip over Batman. I, I'm sure you guys have seen it, but I don't know. I'd love to. I'd love to have a beer with the Joker, although he probably would, you know, kill me with a pencil. But it is what it is. Also, I don't know if he drinks beer. He seems he's a vodka guy. He's a vodka guy. You know, he's a, he's a vodka on the rocks, maybe a splash of lime, and then and then kills you. But other than that. He strikes me as a Fort Loco. Fort Loco. I always pictured it. I he pours it on your face. That's two in your face. That's two in your face for him. I always pictured him as a Jaeger guy. Ooh. Ooh. Actually, I like that a lot. He probably is a Jaeger guy. Yep. I'll, All um, right. Back to you, Kyle. I'll finish it up. I apologize to everyone. I, I messed this up. I cut Luke off short. Thank God it didn't, didn't get messed up because of our picks. But I'm going to finish it up with a recent addition to the movie universe you gotta every group has got to have an animal right you got to have an animal that can just finish the group out and i'm going with the bear from cocaine bear (laughs) he's probably a good time that bear knows how to party even to the true story itself that bear was the most dangerous animal on the planet for a span of about five minutes you might you might fly too close to the sun, but damn, we're going to have a good time doing it. Definition of a party animal right there. That's an <laughs> awesome pick. If you were the cocaine bear, what do you, what do you think the cocaine bear drinks? It's got to be Four loco, right? I think he's... Snorkels. Snorkels. He, or is he makes still, the... Is the cocaine... reserves. You think the I think he's doing... One of those guys is, I don't drink, I just smoke. No, I think he's Actually, doing snorkels. And then when he's he does smoke, he just smokes crack. Yeah, it's I think not, he's just, snorkels. I think I think he's shotgunning those vodka Red Bulls. He's a oh, that's a he might be a vodka Red Bull guy. He's a Irish car bomb in June type of guy. <laughs> in June, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so Irish am I. Car- so am I. Henry's a big. Well, you good. You two could go out drinking. We'll have to make that happen. I, I should there. have drafted him. He all right, honorable mentions. Anyone honorable mentions all around? I got some good ones. Uh, I got a. I have Thanos. I think Thanos would be fun to have a beer with. That's kind of, um, yeah, that's kind of, I mean, I can imagine the bar tab. He could snap with those fingers. Kind of my point. And, and after that, the Avengers are showing up. So I'm getting to meet everyone. So that's know. a good one. I got a uh, Frank, the tank from old school. Oh, great one. Great one. Damn it. It's a really, I good thought one. that, I thought that one'd be a lot of fun. We're going streaking. Really the entire got, cast uh, of old school. Yeah. yeah. I got um, Ted. The teddy bear. It's a good one. I, just, I think he's. I think he's a little problematic though, so that's why I was hoping not. No, but to he's good. Him. He's good. I that Henry, do you have an honorable mention? I think we've covered them. I, I mean, right. I loved so many of the other picks. I would have All taken right. them if they were still on the board. The new Barbie, maybe. Anyways, uh, I would take the new Barbie. If I, I would were. take the new Barbie, I'd like to go get a drink. Maybe a Cosmopolitan. Nothing wrong I with that. I could see it. I could. I could see it. James Bond was another one on my list, but we're getting martinis. I had Terry Hoyts and Alan Gamble. From oh, the other. two good ones too. Darth Vader I had on my list. 
Yeah, I thought about putting that. I just didn't know how he would actually drink. Me either. But yeah. I also, I also was, nah, you know, we'll figure it out. Um, I think Max Rebo in Star Wars is always a good one. Shout out to Max. That's a good one too. I, Indiana Jones would be a cool one, I think. Absolutely. I also had Forrest Gump on mine. Yeah, I'd love to drink with Grogu. You know, Baby Yoda. I think that'd be fun. I'm not sure if he's Baby old enough. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Not sure if he's old enough too, but I think that would be a fun time. Well, he can have a juice. Rocky, Rocky Balboa. Yeah, a little gin and juice for Baby Yoda. Rocky's Uh, probably okay, but I think there's enough brain. He can't drink. He's training for the fight. I think I've probably got enough brain damage to go around for me and him. So that's fun. That's a good point. Luke Skywalker. I don't know why all mine's are Star Wars, but they just Star Wars are great movies. They just felt they just felt that would be some good guys to to go get beers with. Katniss Everdeen. But then I only saw this one. Yeah. That's probably All right, my last honorable mention and very easily could have been my number one, Ace Ventura. Yeah, that's a good that's one to wrap one. up on. That's that would be my last one, and I think I think we leave it there. Snake draft, guys. I hope you liked it. Sorry, I messed it up, but overall, I thought it went very well. No uh, worries. We'll it's a tough, this it's a tough concept. The three-person snake draft. It's t- it's tough to it's keep. Always straight. an interesting. It's always interesting, but. Yeah, we'll again, make sure to post this out. You guys vote for who you thought was the best draft. Absolutely. And once again, shout out the Farm Brewery at Broad Run. We appreciate your support. Love our sponsors over at the Farm Brewery at Broad Run. They do a great job. Life is is brutal. We're going to close out with some what's going on this week. We got a lot of interesting stories to discuss. Some of them sports related, some of them maybe not. So, anyone else last night watched the World Baseball Classic? Shohei Otani is him. The fact that he struck Mike Trout out, his teammate, who can't play in the playoffs, but can play in the World Baseball Classic, is awesome. And I need everybody in to go and watch Shohei Otani's pregame speech that he gave in the locker room to his guys. And that's all I'm going to say about it. And we probably won't understand anything that they said. Nope, but it is one of the funniest, like, his facial expression the whole time. And then all of a sudden, you just, like, it might be in Japanese, but you want to run through a brick. You're not sure what he's saying, but you want to run through a brick wall. So, shout out. Intensity and passion. Can't be fake. Translates across all languages. I did originally watching that game last night. My first thought was as soon as it came to Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, I was like, this has got to be rigged. I think I even texted you guys last time. I said, this baseball you, shit is you rigged. You did. You did, and it made me tune in. I was like, oh, I, man. It was... I was like, what's going on that it's rigged? I, gotta, I was like, this has got to be watch. rigged. That ending was just, I originally was like, this has just got to be rigged. And maybe maybe my next thought that immediately followed the game, I wrote it down immediately because it was just one of those times I was like, well, that that's podcast material. You know, we're growing and evolving as guys. Is my first thought is the first thing that came out of my mouth as soon as that game ended is maybe just being an ignorant American, maybe just being a sore loser. You tell me. I said, Let's play football and see what happens. Uh, uh, Let's play a real man sport and see what happens. Yeah, you can hit the ball better than us, but let's see what happens when you have to run through the fucking 400-pound defensive line. Let's see what happens. I agree. Japan does have a little football league. Japan does have a football league over there. We should uh, should play. Okay, yeah, NFL All-Stars versus them. Let's see what happens. No, no, we'll put put everyone – we'll put our – First team all pro together, and we'll go play them. Let's just send Georgia. Let's just send the University of Georgia over there and see what happens. Let's send uh, Marshall. Didn't they just send the Ivy League All-Stars over there a little while back? Did they? Yeah, I think they did. Did they win? I think Japan won. 
Okay, well, okay, well the Ivy League, that's a different league. Let's send, you wait know, let's just wait send our old Hall of Famers over there. That's crazy if that actually happened. Yeah, I do think, though, if we just go best of the best, you know, typical Olympic strategy, we could even send old guys over there. Just a couple years retired. Like, I... Okay. I don't the see Maria. What do you okay. got? The Ivy, the Ivy, Ivy League, League won football, 24 to 20. Yeah, defeated them 24 to 20. Okay, yeah, and that's our Ivy League. Let's no, no, send no, our no, best no, over no, there. No, 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 no. That's a win for Japan. <laughs> that's a win? I don't care what this says. Hold Japan them to less than a touchdown. Game. Are you kidding me? Are you Japan kidding was, me? Japan was up late, too. Also, I really love when they do the All-Star Games and every, like, the senior bowl and they wear their team helmets, but they wear the same jerseys. I think that's so cold. I think that's so I love cold. That. That's that's a personal that's favorite at the end of the football season. Oh yeah. That's well, cool. Good for them. That's cool. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, that's I almost, just, I almost just, just lost my mind thinking that Japan beat us in football and any like let's we'll put a flag football team together and go play them. Like Yeah, maybe that's just, you know, man talk, but my first nope. thought was Oh, okay. Let's line up and strap on the pads and play a let's you know a nice game of this football. Crown of this helmet into your chest and let's see how you feel. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's it's real cool to hit the ball really far, but let's see what happens when you have to run the ball through a defensive line. Um, that was just my thought on that. I also got Kyle Schwarber, awesome, awesome. Oh yeah, awesome dude. Yeah, that that's all I got for that. What else we got? All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna lead this off, which will leave lead into Kyle's next segment and I hope our executive producers in the world because maybe she can shed some light on this fungus that's going around that's attacking the elderly and killing them okay so I don't know if you guys have seen The Last of Us but we were supposed to do a one episode review and we never did I ended up watching the entire thing and it's a phenomenal series so worth watching Oh my God. It's so good. And it's like, not, you think it's going to be super zombie and all that crap, but it's really not. And like the storyline's fantastic. It's really good. I can't recommend it enough. Um, but there's this fungus called the can, can, canidia oris or Cioris, And it's causes severe illness in people with a meat with weakened immune system. I just think, and I hope, you know, I, I don't want it to kill a whole bunch of people. That's not what I'm saying, but it does feel weird that all of a sudden the show ends and oh, here's a fungus that's killing people. Like yeah, whoa. that's that's kind of like what the hell? Crazy. And it just feels and it could just be you know, get new material, know. Hollywood. Uh, yeah, right. Like or yeah, this, no, just this, this or is Hollywood sucks. writing the script? Is Hollywood this writing sequel. the script? Sucks. NBC just reporting this crap, and it's like I mean, it's not crap. I guess it's killing a lot of people, but at the same point, it's like. Never mind. That's not. It's this like is this, a, this that is just not seems a like a sequel podcast. to what happened in 2020. So let's just like lay off that Hollywood. I'm just speaking, leave, speaking I'm of leave. speaking of sequels. We have another cocaine animal to talk about. Yeah. Um. Is this we the... do, guys? Oh. You guys ever heard of Cocaine Cat? I have not, but I looking at the outline, I think I know what this has to do with. So uh, strange things are afoot at the Cincinnati Zoo yet again. We got a cocaine cat. Ladies and gentlemen, in Cincinnati, deputies responded to reports of a leopard in the trees at 2 a.m. from several reports. It turned out that it was just Amiri the serval, which is not a leopard. It is a separate form of cat that would be found in a zoo. 
They brought it back and performed some tests. They found out that one, it was not a leopard. It was a serval and that it had a shit ton of cocaine in its system. <laughs> what the fuck? So maybe this is Hollywood just writing the script again, but it seems like maybe a sequel to cocaine bear is going to be cocaine cat. <laughs> they might have. Do you think, and this is terrible, but do you think they were like, let's drug up this cat and let's get another movie made? Maybe. I wonder, uh, I wonder if it, someone it, was. Inspired. I wouldn't say it's not a possibility. Do we know what Cocaine Bear did a uh, box office? I'm going to find out. Cocaine Bear did very, very well, is what I've heard. Yeah, oh, I think the Cocaine Cat definitely strums up a little. You did 76 million worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had some big names on that. I just, I mean, like, that's awesome. Just for reference, Avatar the second did 2.2 billion. Well, that's a different animal. Much Literally. like a bear, a bear to a serval, that is a different animal. That is a yep. much different animal. Switching gears a little bit, you guys, the Masters coming up this week, right? Yeah, there's nothing, yeah. nothing more exciting than when you get, dude. I'm gonna the be March mad. Madness music playing, and then they go to a commercial break, and you get the Masters hey, music I... playing in the commercial. How does that work with Jim Nance? Double duty? I don't know. I, I don't. Re- I don't remember. Uh, I don't. I, I don't remember paying that close of attention. But I would assume he's not calling March. Matt. He would go to the Masters. I. I'm gonna be Nance honest. Call I, the Masters. Nance doesn't gonna, call the Masters. Yeah, he does. He, he calls yeah, he everything. Does. He calls I'm gonna be honest. I don't really watch. I watch the Masters, but On I Sunday. don't really listen. I don't listen with sound until Sunday. Yeah. Masters be, Sunday. I. Is... I like to save. You know the spectacle until Sunday to start listening. I'll be watching Mas- the Boilermakers put a whooping on the Scarlet Knights that weekend, so I will have it on my phone. But that's where I'll be. But Master anyway, speaking Sunday. of the Masters, yeah. what was that, Henry? What do you got? Master Sunday. There's nothing better for a hangover. I almost look forward to being hungover on Master Sunday morning. There I is just lay there on my couch and I lay on the, the couch and I just watch the grass. And it's and you get a nap. Beautiful. You get yes. your master. There's nothing better than a Sunday master. Perfect. I'm so bitter. Watch I'm the bitter. basketball games God. Saturday. Go out, get drunk, wake up. Irish later, car bombs Watch for the Henry. Masters. You see Henry no. out? Get buy him an Irish car bomb. Yes. Yeah. If you ever see Henry Hodges out, go buy him a car bomb. And I don't. I don't know. Tell him Wisconsin sucks. <laughs> Tell at the same, fighting, at the same those time. Those are fighting words. Those are fighting words. <laughs> and then you can fight the bear right after. Just and ask then, Henry to fight the bear with you. Just, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, um, you guys see Scotty Scheffler came up with his master's, master's dinner? And I want to go to the dinner. I'm all in on the dinner. Henry, have you seen this? I have not. What do we got? Oh, it, we got ourselves a feast for champions out here. Henry, I'm gonna Luke, do you want to uh, start us off or do you want me to start us off? Um, I was going to send Henry, hold on, Henry, I can send it to you really quick. I can lead it off if you'd like me to, Kyle. Uh, hey, you, you can start off if you want. For our appeti- appetizer, we will have cheeseburger sliders. Served Scotty style. Which, I don't know what that means, but I, I want it. Yeah, I don't know what that means either, Um, but it sounds delicious. Um, Scotty sauce maybe on them. I don't I don't know what the Yikes. Scotty style what does is, that mean? but I 
I searched the internet all day to try and figure out what that means, and I couldn't figure out what Scotty style is. But we'll I think out. from now on, I think I'm going to be having everything Scotty style. Scotty style. Just go in this, there. If you guys haven't noticed, I'm enjoying this nice beer, Scotty style. <laughs> ah, yes, I can see that. Um, then we're going to move on to some firecracker shrimp. Oh, Which it looked great. Oh. The, fire, the firecracker shrimp, with great. sweet Thai chili sauce and sriracha mayo. Yes, yeah, sign me up. Holy crap, that sounds so good. Um, oh, yeah. then we're gonna have a little tortilla soup to clear the palate, which is okay. Probably one of the worst ways to clear your palate, just with a nice thick tortilla soup. Yeah, I don't, I don't really. And it's avocado, crispy blue tortilla strips. Sour, I like that we're fucking doing a whole menu down yep. for the masters. Sa- sour cream, cilantro, and lime. And, That's quite ooh, a soup to serve. It sounds so good. good. I uh, think I'm full just after the appetizers and the soup. Oh, uh, yeah, but then you're looking at a Texas ribeye or a black redfish. There we go. And that's coming with family style. So we're all sitting at a yep. table here. And we're getting yeah, oh yeah. mac and cheese, jalapeno cream corn, fried Brussels sprouts, and seasoned fries. Holy shit. Scotty you know is my... an American man, and you can I, tell. I, I, you I'm going to my... take a future on Scotty to win the Masters. My only issue with this meal so far the or between ribeye steak and black and redfish. I want it all. <laughs> I mean, both. Henry needs both of them. Scotty um, style. And then let's, let's just style. close it out. We got to close it out. With the warm chocolate chip skillet cookie, milk and chocolate ice, milk and cookies ice cream. That is. I mean, he's he's he might be my movie character to have a beer with. <laughs> Do you think Scotty Scheffler? There's any chance that he's just rigging it? He's just gonna have these guys eat a really fattening dinner, and he's just gonna I mean, run the table. Then that is always interesting, right? It's like they do these master dinners. You think and, it's a uh, mind game? The whole thing's just a mind oh, game. He's getting these guys fattened up for the for the tournament. Henry, they're shit themselves the next day. Yeah, Henry. The one thing that's not on here is he set out invitations to everyone, and on the invitation it said, "All live golfers meet at the ninth hole at nine p.m." Which is obviously a reference to Happy Gilmore, and he goes out there and he gets sprayed yep. by all the sprinklers, but. I thought that that was a really nice, like that was really funny and live golf's falling apart. So um, I'm a huge, huge, huge Scotty Scheffler guy now. uh, Uh And there's something about his swing where his foot falls out and you're like, that doesn't work, but it does. (laughs) Yeah. Scotty Scheffler is probably, I thought I was really going to like him after his episode of full swing. Incredibly boring guy, but, but I'm all in on his choices of food. Me too. No, I, I mean, if, if if friendships were built on the basis of just what we used, what we eat, I mean, it's got best friends. Yeah, best we're best friends. friends. Best friends. Yeah, there's no question. If he, the only thing he's missing is that the appetizer to the appetizer is like a thirty rack of bush, and we're well, best friends. There, I do you think they drink? I don't know how much they drink at this, right? Because it's the what? The I think Thursday? it's got to be under the table, right? I think I don't Wednesday. think they're sitting there just boozing. I also think that a lot of these golfers like finish their round i don't know maybe i'm and they're elite athletes uh, you well, got to win the swing well you see the guy in full swing yeah he's pounding claws. Joel? yeah joel's pounding claws but it's like the you most get... like golf is that one of those things that i like oh, look i'm not saying they go out and get fucked up but i'm just saying like if you go home like 
shit, if I want to drink a bottle of red wine and then wake up, like, that seems the sport to do it in. And maybe I'm, and hey, that's why I'm not an elite golfer, but, you know, or was ever really an elite player, but. I thought the best part about Joel was when he was sitting there, you know, slugging the claws and just was like, is this legal? He's like, am I allowed to do this? Oh, yeah. he, he also didn't know if you were allowed to technically drink while trying to qualify for the U.S. I Open. But I don't understand, like, what are they they're going to piss test you for beer? Like, what, you know, whatever. To a certain point, it's a performance enhancer in golf. Wow. To, like, there, you, it's a bad <laughs> that, That's fair. You get, that's you fair. Get, you get three, four beers in, and everything's smooth. The ball's coming off the club you nice. You remember when we all went and played in D.C. that one time, and Kyle tried to hit a ball Ains across points. the Kyle tried to hit a ball over the parking lot into the river. It did and not. I thought, go well. I thought I was going to be really close. I it, there is, there's an iconic picture of Kyle and I. Maybe we need to post that picture of us shotgunning beers in front of the Washington Monument. Um, that was probably one of the best rounds I ever played. And then the best part, I think, was we started so late that we couldn't even make it through all 18. No, because, we couldn't. Because it got so dark, then, we couldn't find the balls anymore. That was. That must have been summer because you were home, right, Henry? And then we went from yep. we went from the course to back to co- the college house Kyle and I lived in, and I'm pretty sure we had a party that night. Yeah, yeah and we, then we ended up over the, at some the other The 19th house. hole. Yeah, we did end that up at another the, house. The 19th hole was our best hole of that It night. was. It was, Dude, I have this great putter cover. Um, The crowd won't get to see it, but I'm going to show you guys. Hold on. That was a great day. That, that was, that a, was a lot day. of fun. I remember we made it through. How many holes did we make through? Like eight? Did we make it through nine? Did we make it we through the turn? We made it through nine. I think we made it around the turn. Yeah, yep. that's a great one, Luke. For uh, iconic for the viewers, it's beer mugs with a frothy foam. And it has a flag in it that says 19. It probably has a delicious, probably a delicious beer from the farm brewery. It has to. I think it does. It's got to have one of those delicious beers from the farm brewery. Life is brutal. It is. Um, yeah, but that was that was an iconic. That was an iconic round that we tried to play. That was. I had a lot of fun. I came all the way from Haymarket to DC to play that round too. That's why it was so late. I remember that because I had to work and I'm like trying to get out of work because I'm like I gotta go play around and like we showed up and we were like, all right, well let's go. Who else was with? Was Zach with us? I think he was. I think he was with us. But I think he was busy the next day. That's why he didn't come out with us. All right. Yeah. That was good. That was a lot of fun. We got to do that again sometime. No, we do. We'll we'll have to do something this summer. We do. We do need to figure out something this summer. But um, anything else this week, the boys? Anything you guys Um, got? Oh, I got got to give a shout out to the Wisconsin women's hockey team on Sunday. They won the national championship. It's a dynasty. Seven national championships. Three in the last four years. Um, They are the first program to win seven national championships. This year's team was not expected to be here. They beat Ohio State 1-0 to win the national championship. Um, Big upset that they were able to pull this off. They They were not ranked going into the tournament. They were unseated. First unseated team in the tournament to go all the way and win the national championship. Um, just amazing. They won a couple while I was in school there. And after the last one they won, I remember I was walking by the State Street Brats, walking by the patio on State Street. 
and it's three in the afternoon on a Tuesday and they're all out there with pitchers and pitchers of beer and a trophy. Um, a couple of them had their laptops still doing, still doing homework, student athletes. Um, and they pretty much went all week celebrating. And so I hope this year's team does it. They've absolutely earned it. Huge for the program. It's a dynasty. Go Badgers. Love to see it. Love to see the hockey shout out, especially women's hockey. Shout out. Big shout out women's hockey. Shout out all the we ladies. Don't, we don't talk about Wisconsin men's hockey on this podcast. Oh, okay. Good to know. Well, yeah, I guess no. there are some limits to the Wisconsin fandom, so that's good to know. Um, I do want to give out um two mortal, I don't know what I'm going to call them, mortal locks is stealing from other shows, so I'm going to call them uh, the wasted, wasted. Wa- wasted Wagers Plays of the Week. Um, I Will these love- be on the Wasted Wagers Twitter? Yes, these will be on the Twitter because I, I'm I'm going to play them. That's kind of how I'm trying to do the Twitter. If I'm betting, it's just too hard to do it if I'm not going to bet it. The San Diego State, Alabama over 137 and a half. I like it. I mean, I just, Alabama scores the the, the heck uh, basketball. And so and San Diego State will score a decent amount in that game. Um, my other one, and this is going to catch the boys by surprise. Princeton. No, the Pittsburgh Penguins, Dallas Star, over six and a half goals. All right. What's the thought process on that one? I'm not totally sure, but I did get talked into these analytics that on their last two games, um, the Penguins have scored four, four, and three, and the Stars have scored three, two, and one. So if I get some, if I get the average, I'm good. Saber metrics, baby. That's uh, that's Luke betting on hockey, which is never a good idea. Once again, I will never forget. We oh, do no. have to add the disclaimer, fade Luke. Oh, yeah, fade Always Luke. Always fade Luke. Not, not the Alabama play. Don't fade Luke on that. That's a lock. But I do think I do think the over of the goals is a good play. Do you think it's fair to put on the Wasted Wager's worst beats? Do you remember when um we were sitting there at that bar and I took Capitals to win oh! the 60-minute money line? Oh! And they were up by three in the third period. We were period. at Willows, weren't we? No, Thirsty Bernie's shout oh out, greatest God. bar oh. in the three, two, one. If it still exists, I think. Yeah, R.I.P. Whitlow's, by the way. Three, two, one. Sorry, seven zero three. Wrong area yeah. code. No, I, you're you're fine. Um. Yeah, and one the, of the Capitals were up the three goals to start the third period, and then managed to choke away the three goal lead in the last ten seconds. They got scored to tie the game, and then. Won the game in the first 10 seconds of overtime. It was brutal. It was one of the worst beats ever. And then... One of the worst beats I've ever had. Did we walk? Did we walk to Thirsty Bernie's that night? I think we did like most times. We walked. We had to. to us. It was It was like a block away. It was on the corner. God, we didn't go there enough. Um, yeah, we went there we did not go there enough for how long we lived there. For how long we lived there. Um, yeah, but uh, yes, Fade Luke on the probably the hockey pick, but the Alabama thing is absolutely a lock, and I will put that on the Twitter tomorrow. But any other shout outs, anyone? A shout out Purdue softball. Good win yesterday. Um, bats are bats are going finally. Girls look good. We roll into love to big, hear it. We roll into Big Ten play this weekend. We go up to Nebraska. I mean, I'm not going, but they go up to Nebraska. And um, shout out Maddie Islet Ellish. She threw her her second career um, full game. She threw a 
freaking great game too. So um that's my shout out of the week. We yeah, that's my shout out of the week. Anything yeah, else, boys? I'm, I'm gonna shout out shout out UF softball. Just won today. They beat Stetson. Shout out UF baseball. Put a whooping on those boys up in Tallahassee. Love to see that. It's always a great day to be a Gator. It's always a bad day to be Noel. And uh, besides that, just shout out the rest of the UF Athletics. Doing a great job. Shout out UF Lacrosse. We got a big game this weekend. Two big games. Um, yeah. Shout out the boys, right? Make yeah. another episode. Yeah. Also, shout out all the listeners. We appreciate y'all. You guys, you know, we... We're getting started here and we appreciate y'all working with us through all this. And yeah, uh, a special please... shout out to those who are listening in Europe, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out. Shout out. Whoever the hell and... is listening in Europe, love you guys. You no, guys are I mean, doing you're... a great job. Please, please follow us and DM us on Instagram yeah, or Twitter. Like, please, because we'll bring you on. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah well, if, if we... you guys got suggestions for stuff you want us to talk about, we'll do it. Just absolutely. If we get, if we get big in some random country in Europe, we will go. We will, we will go unless we it's the go. Middle East. We probably have to. We probably do have to. We probably do have oh, to. Yeah, no, not. the Middle East there, right now. We will. We probably won't go to the Middle East, but everywhere else, and maybe not. Never mind. Yeah, we'll figure that out. I think there's <laughs> some places that's too problematic to start talking about right now. I, I think there's some places we won't go, but hey, North Korea is also out, but I don't think they have podcasts there. Send it in, so we'll figure it out. Yeah, shout out all the listeners. Um, we love you guys. You guys are doing a great job. Make sure to you you know, doing a great job. listen on either Spotify. Now we are on Spotify. We are on Spotify, baby. We're on Apple Podcasts. We are also on the Sideline Soda website. We are still trying to figure out the goddamn fucking domain name. We're working on it. We'll be there. We're going to get it. Once we get that figured out, it'll just be www.sidelinesoda.com. Um, besides that, yeah, like, subscribe, or follow the Instagram. It's at Sideline Sodas, and the Twitter, which is also the same, I believe. Right? It is. Yeah. And yeah, I'll, both also, of them are the same. Win or lose, we always booze. So keep it real, everyone. Yeah. Thanks for yep. listening. Go Badgers. Go Gators. Feel boy, baby, do a leap and make them dance when it come on. Everybody looking for a dance, throw the run on. If you wanna run away with me, I know a galaxy, and I can take you.